If you're curious to engage with a lot of the topics we explore on the podcast in more creative and embodied ways, we welcome you to join us in Alchemize, our 10-week audio-based program of daily imagination practices intended to disrupt status quo ways of thinking, sensing, relating, and being. To be honest, without any grant support for our show right now, and we did just get turned down by several mainstream environmentalism philanthropies, this program and our Patreon are our primary means of supporting our labor for these free podcasts right now. We really want to remain untethered to corporate interests, and every small contribution to our Patreon or enrollment in our program Alchemize helps to ensure that we can continue producing these vital conversations that feature voices and perspectives often sidelined from mainstream media. So if you value our work and want to dive deeper with us, join us in Alchemize today at greendreamer.com slash alchemize and join our Patreon starting at just $3 at patreon.com slash greendreamer. Thank you so, so much for however you were able to support our work during these critical times. We are so deeply grateful. Hey, it's Kamea Shane, and this is Green Dreamer, a podcast for creatives, visionaries, and entrepreneurs dreaming of a sustainable future. Thank you for bringing your light. If you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe, and together, let's learn what it takes to thrive in every sense of the word. Well, happy Plastic Free July. In today's Bloom Tuesday episode, I'm going to share five facts and findings about plastic with you. So, you know, you can test your knowledge, see how how many of these five things you already knew, and then share these facts with your friends so we can continue to raise awareness for plastic pollution together. The first one is 40% of plastic produced is packaging, meaning they're used just once and then discarded. I mean, all of this plastic, petroleum dug up from the ground, needing energy and chemical processing to turn into plastic, there is packaging just to look pretty for a little bit before we tear it apart when we buy the consumer good and then toss it away. This is definitely a really high percentage, 40% of plastic produced. Um, It's higher than I would have expected, at least. But what makes me hopeful is knowing that this number can be under our control as consumers because we're the ones voting with our dollars. And the more we support plastic-free packaging, the less this percentage will be. And it can have really meaningful change beginning with consumer awareness. So that's something that makes me hopeful in spite of how unpleasant this number is. The second thing is, On a similar note, an estimated 50% of plastic is used just once and thrown away. So this kind of relates back to that first point. Packaging seems to be a big part of um, this 50% of plastic being used once and thrown away. And this would also then include all the single-use plastics like straws, utensils, bags. And again, I'm hopeful because these are things that are within our control that even if we can't be absolutely perfect about it in our own day-to-day lives, it's still something that we as consumers can influence. So not a happy finding, but one that again proves how much of a positive impact that we can have as consumers. The third thing that I wanted to share with you has to do with recycling rates. So plastic recycling rates are the highest in Europe. Can you guess at what percentage? 
So what percentage of plastic ends up being recycled, keeping in mind that Europe has the highest rates? It's 30%. That's way less than half. And the rest of the world is under that. China's rate of recycling is 25%. And I'm embarrassed to say this, but the United States recycles just 9% of its plastic trash. So it's fair to say we all gotta step it up. This path towards fighting plastic pollution, it's definitely more about reducing our needs and use of single plastics in general, meaning that we're actually striving to have less plastic to recycle and we're striving to recycle less because plastic degrades in quality every time that it's recycled. And with our current technology, to my knowledge right now, um, at a certain point, plastic will, recyclable plastic will get to a point where it becomes not recyclable anymore. So it definitely is important for us to just consume less virgin single-use plastics to begin with, but while doing that, we should also look to recycle more properly because contamination, for example, is a huge issue that prevents recyclable plastic from actually being recycled in those facilities. And we'll cover proper recycling 101 in a different episode, so stay posted on that. Um, But going onwards, the fourth fact that I wanted to share with you has to do with wellness and health. In a lot of our conversations to do with plastic, we talk a lot about its impact on the environment. And that's, of course, really important. You know, when we hear about it, we're already alarmed because sustainability is our jam. But for a lot of people, when they think of environmental issues as things that are more distant, they don't feel that same sense of urgency because it feels, you know, it's out there. It's on the other side of the world. But most people care about their own health. So I think at least it can be really powerful for us to emphasize the health impacts of plastic even more than we do right now. So here's a little bit of what we already know. Exposure to harmful chemicals during manufacturing, leaching in the stored food items while using plastic packages, or chewing of plastic teethers and toys by children are linked with severe adverse health outcomes such as cancers, birth defects, impaired immunity, endocrine disruption, developmental and reproductive effects, and so forth. It can be really unhealthy to workers in the plastic manufacturing, it can be toxic to children, and I would say it's reasonable to assume pets even that chew on plastic toys. And the plastic packaging for our foods, toxins can leach into our foods as a result of this plastic packaging. I feel like we have this desire for cleanliness and purity, and when food is wrapped in plastic, you know, it looks clean, fresh, the plastic is shiny. But really, that packaging can be leaching toxic chemicals silently and invisibly into the food that we'll then ingest. Um, That's definitely really alarming. I mean, I feel like we can tell this to anybody, whether or not they're environmentalists. And this is something that would at least give people a second thought and feel a greater sense of urgency to find healthier alternatives, even if it were just for their own health. The fifth and final fact I wanted to share with you today, and you may well already know this, coffee cups are typically lined with polyethylene, which is plastic. And even though we have BPA-free plastics, research has actually shown that hormone-disrupting chemicals leach from almost all plastics, even BPA-free plastics. And way back in episode, I believe it was episode three on Green Dreamer podcast, um, when I chatted with Leah Segedy, the author of Green Enough, 
She also mentioned how bisphenols is a class of chemicals. So BPA is only one of these class of chemicals. So I think across the board with any types of plastics, we just have to be a little more wary of the negative health impacts that uh, you know being in close contact with plastics can have on our personal health. So if you have daily coffee drinking friends who take cups from coffee shops day after day, get them a beautiful, insulated, reusable coffee cup and tell them it's because you care for their health. And, you know, you can share these findings with them as well. But there, those are the five facts and findings I learned about and wanted to share with you. And where do we go from here? Of course, this awareness is the first step. There's been a lot of buzz around plastic pollution lately, which is amazing. You can listen to episode 21 to hear about some of our biggest wins to do with pl- plastic pollution in the recent months. So we just have to keep going. It's Plastic Free July. Uh, I signed myself up at plasticfreejuly.org. You should definitely do that if you haven't already. I just really love their approach because when you pledge and sign yourself up to this challenge, you get to decide what you want to work on this month, depending on where you currently are on this path, reducing plastic waste, what's accessible to you, etc. Because I think it's really just about examining where we're currently at, being aware of all the places that single-use plastics appear in our lives, and then starting to do what we can. You know, awareness, progress over perfection as always, and then celebrating every time when we consciously remember to bring reusables or consciously get an opportunity to refuse single-use plastics. All of these tiny baby things, they really, really add up. Green Dreamer, keep it up. You are making a difference. Just continually sharing your knowledge, sharing this episode if you learn something new, and continually being the change that you want to see in this world. Thank you for all that you do. I really mean that. You can find the episode references at greendreamer.com slash 27 and follow me on Instagram at Kamea Shane. That's K-A-M-E-A-C-H-A-Y-N-E. I'm going to be sharing more of my personal learning lessons along this path to reducing plastic waste. And I look forward to learning from you as well. So I look forward to connecting there. And finally, just remember, now more than ever, Our planet needs your light to thrive. So if you haven't yet, hit subscribe and Green Dreamer, I will catch you later.